Welcome to the TT's Table Unwrapped podcast, where we care about self-care. I am TT Carroll, an author, president of a beauty-filled life, say it with words, ministry, and a trained teacher and life coach. More importantly, I am a student of life with a major in being an auntie who is not your pastor, your mother, nor sister, but a sometimes pesky but relatable confidant. Join me each week at TT's Table for 15 minutes of self-care, where we will engage in enlightening drills by utilizing humor to lift the mood, monologue to share tips and tactics, scripture and meditation to focus our hearts and minds, and ending with an appeal for purpose that inspires us to unwrap our unique gifts and use them to become more effective in living out our calling and purpose with maximum joy. So thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's sit at TT's table, begin unwrapping our gifts, and focus on purpose. See you in seconds. undergoing surgery for a heart attack, a middle-aged woman has a vision of God by her bedside. Will I die? The frightened woman asks him. God answers and says, no, you have 30 more years to live. So with 30 more years to look forward to, the woman decides to make the best of it. Since she is already checked into the hospital, she enlists the services of a team of plastic surgeons. She gets work done. She has breast implants, liposuction, a tummy tuck, hair transplant, and collagen injections in her lips. She looks great. The day she is discharged, she exits the hospital with a graceful arch in her back and a sassy sway in her hips. She crosses the street and is tragically hit by a bus and killed instantly. Up in heaven, she sees God and asks, You said I had 30 more years to live. What on earth happened? Oh, yes, that is correct, says God. So what happened? The bewildered woman asked. God looks at her, shrugs, and said, Oh, dear, I did not recognize you. chapter of my book, Unwrapped, Musings of a Church Lady During a Pandemic. I examine as to its mission and purpose, what makes a church a church? Is it a person? Is it a building or is it a person in a building? After much consideration and thoughtful analogy, I decided that the definition is all of the above. While the beginning stages of recovering from the pandemic of 2020 is a wonderful thing, millions can attest to the fact that bearing with it more than 12 months, 
in isolation created deep yearnings in the soul. Many have learned, if if they did not already know, that being isolated either forces us into reflection, which compels change, or it sets us up for apathy or a kind of inertia that, that overwhelms us and robs us of our will to co- accomplish hardly anything at all. No one knows what full recovery will look like after this. In fact, it is said that recovery from the pandemic of 1918, well, along with the end of prohibition, that that ushered in the roaring 20s where people tended to overindulge and, and they partied like, like it was 1999, if, if that were a thing. What most social scientists and observers believe, though, is, is that things are not going to be the same after this current bout with the widespread disease. They believe that we will be left to adopt a new type of normal in most all facets of life, including personal interactions, work environments, social norms, and, and even our spiritual identity in some cases. There's no cliche that admonishes us that when life gives us lemons, the most optimistic thing to do is to make lemonade. And by the way, being optimistic is indeed a choice. The suffering and loss of 2020 that is continuing even now into the early months of 2021 tossed us lemon after lemon after lemon. In fact, there were so many lemons that those who made a choice to be more optimistic made so much lemonade that it seemed no longer practical to do so. We had to come up with other creative ways to interact with with the excess of the bitterness, the feelings of hopelessness, and the repressed and pent-up energy. There's a post circulating on social media that describes what some well-known individuals did during various forms of isolation or lockdown. It says that while in isolation, Sir Isaac Newton came up with the theory of gravity, of course with the apple tree in his view from his bedroom window. And William Shakespeare... He wrote King Lear, though this is sometimes debated. Author Mary Shelley created and wrote the Frankenstein thriller before the genre of writing had taken hold. And what is not debated is that the Apostle Paul wrote four letters while in prison that are now books of the New Testament. When we take our excess lemons and use them as battery rams to unwrap and discover our gifts that are unique to us, and when we are then compelled to share those gifts in order to build up the church, the people of faith, or the body of believers, that is when we establish our true connection and the doors of our personal church experience swing wide open in a welcoming 
to all who are within our reach. As I pointed out in chapter one of my book, Unwrapped, Musings of a Church Lady During a Pandemic, somehow I can't seem to say that enough. Though it is desirable and beneficial in doing so, sitting in a church does not make anyone any more of a Christian than standing in a garage will make them a car. There's no better time than now in most of our lifetime to squeeze the life out of those lemons that just don't seem to want to quit coming. We need to rob them of whatever it is that gives them power and then sweet the juice with a big dose of faith. Then use that juice to empower ourselves and all who are in our sphere of influence. meditation verse this week comes from the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 and it reads for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance as our way of life It does not matter our age or perceived level of energy or vigor. As long as there is breath in our body and the ability to do even one thing, we can make a difference. My mother would tell stories about how while her baby sister lied dying from disease, she would worship and witness by throwing up her little arms and humming along to one of Dr. Watts' hymns that that reads, "If, if I can't say a word, I will just wave my hand. There was a blessing even in that. There are some circumstances that are more difficult than others. But if we have an ability to choose optimism, we will have a personal ministry that will make a world of a difference. Now join me in affirming these truths. Repeat after me. I am his workmanship. I am his work of art. I am born from above. I am spiritually transformed. I am renewed. I am ready to be used for good works prepared in advance for me to do. I am on the path set before me. 
I am walking in it. I am living the good life God prearranged and made for me. I am blessed. tip of the week. Let us commit to creating a community of worshipers within our personal area of influence. Let us choose to be optimistic about our future. Let us also make it our goal to devote time to self-care and wellness in order to create room in our lives so that we can inspire each other and become better versions of ourselves. Let us continue to be both a lemon press, and a sugar gin so that we will keep the lemonade flowing and never grow tired of doing good. And most of all, let us in all of our doing be intentional and be inspired so that we can inspire. in all that you do. Everything that was made was made by you. Nothing can be hidden from you. Nothing is too difficult for you. Your love for your creation is without exception. Lord, though you have already given us all that we will ever need, and though we are or desire to be delighted by your word we often fall down only to find ourselves getting up over and over again Father we are thankful that you are bound by your perfect love your perfect truth and your perfect plan for creation we are thankful that you cannot betray yourself we are thankful that Your word will not return to you void. And we are delighted that you made room in your plan for each and every one of us. Lord, it is for those reasons we ask you today to make our joy complete by enabling us to be like-minded as you in our endeavors while maintaining the same love, being united in spirit and intent on one purpose. Please continue to guide us by your spirit and let your angels of protection who keep watch over us keep us on the path of everlasting joy in finding our purpose in your plan. Amen. Well, we did it. 
Today could very well be the first day of the rest of your life. I hope you were inspired by this exercise and I look forward to your joining me for future sessions. If you enjoyed what we have done so far, please give this podcast a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, please feel free to visit my website at ttcarol.com. That's two T's plus Carol with an E for empowerment. To access a spiritual gift assessment tool, and additional helpful books and resources that are now available. Until next time, remember, we are fearfully and wonderfully made and designed with a blueprint for our own personal brand of greatness. See you next time at the table. Ta-ta!